This is episode 206 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I'll be answering the question, which pre-launch or launch strategy is the right one? Which converts the best? What is performing the best? And how to know what is right for you? Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Oh my goodness, welcome back. So if you are joining us for the very first time, I want to make sure that I take a moment and say thank you for checking out the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I am going to be talking about a topic. I get asked this question a lot. I see it a lot in the free Facebook group. I see it actually a lot with clients. And it's definitely something you think about. You might even be thinking about it before your launches. And that's which launch strategy should I use? Like what should my pre-launch content be? Usually those kind of go hand in hand. And it's because our launch strategy kind of signifies what are we going to do leading up to the launch. So have you ever stressed out over what you needed to put out for pre-launch content? Um, Have you ever wondered, should I do a video series or a challenge or what am I going to write in the emails and should I do a webinar? Do I have to go live? Do I have to show my face? What do I need a Facebook group for my launch? What do I need to do? And often what happens is that you might even spend months, not even just days, months thinking through the strategy, rethinking it, overthinking it, asking all the questions. But the truth is, and by the way, spoiler alert, this episode is not going to be that long because I want I want you to get to it right away. So this, the choice really comes down to a few really key questions. But the main question is this, what is the best way for us to connect with our customers, give them an experience that lets them know three things? Okay, so is, so your question then for your folks, you're like, wait a minute, Anne, where's the question? The question for your audience is, Am I giving them an experience or how can I give them an experience that lets them know, A, that they can do it, whatever it is, B, that you're the person who knows what they're going through, can show them the way, knows a thing or two, is several steps ahead of where they are, has been through it, and C, that'll it, that what you're going to teach them is actually going to get them closer or fully to the finish line for whatever that it, that goal is. Okay. So that's really our main question here. Like, how are we going to give people an experience that really, really creates this kind of bubble where people are like, yep, I can do this. I just learned this. I really believe that this person can show me the way. And 
uh, I, I, based on what I did during this experience, I'm, I already feel closer to the finish line. So I know that this is the right person, the right place, the right thing, the right course of study, if it's a, if it's a course. But experience means what can you do to inspire someone to improve their knowledge, getting some getting getting someone to take action. So if you look at all pre-launch content, all launch strategies, perhaps launches that you watch, perhaps people that you follow and you've purchased from, they really all aim to do this thing. Look at any launch no matter what it is, even an evergreen launch, there is an element of this woven throughout the emails, the webinar, the challenge, the whatever. And you are always there to learn something, hopefully, and always there to potentially take some action or find something to take some action on. So let's dig into this pre-launch content, this really leading up to the sale. Because the reason why pre-launch content is so, so important is that it kind of, and this is something that I really didn't put in these terms until recently, um, that you want your pre-launch content to do the heavy lifting for whatever it is you're going to do. So like whatever it is you're going to offer. Like you want, by the time you say, hey guys, check this out, that people already know what it's about. People already have gotten some sort of benefit from an experience of being around you, whatever you've done. And I'm talking very vaguely now on purpose, but you want them not to have to like, sure, they they will want to read and be thoughtful and read through your sales page or maybe watch a video or look at your case studies and all of that, but To some extent, you want that already to be done before you even make your offer. So let's talk about some of these launch strategies. And I think that people actually often get pre-launch and launch. They kind of just, they're kind of interchangeable. But we're going to talk today especially about that experience that you can give people. And if you're a course creator, this is definitely for you because really a course itself is an experience. It, It isn't just a list of modules and things people can learn. Or else, if it is, you may end up having a lot of refund requests. But you want to add some other additional, like an other another element to it so that it really becomes an experience. Yes, they're getting educated, but there's something else that happens, some kind of magic that happens below the surface. So in most launches, you're usually going to have one, one at least one learning element where you download something, you work through some sort of piece of content, and you're able to, if you choose, take a few steps forward. There, there's always some element of that during a, a launch. Um, and, and I think that a really good example of this is if someone chooses to do webinars, let's say a series of diff- of the same webinar, but they do them multiple times, that's why we give, that's why you give, you want to give a workbook for your webinar. So the webinar itself feels like, okay, well, that's the class. They're going to be learning from that. But to deepen the experience, you want to give them something that they download, that they actually have to kind of interact with themselves or else that class can be just 
experienced really just sitting there, letting the words and your voice kind of drone on while they're on Facebook or something. So you really want to think about what is one learning element that I can include. Also, you might sign up for something or attend something live. So this is this is the masterclass, the webinar, the challenge. Um, some people present their video series kind of like a workshop that's that's delivered in multiple parts. That's how that's I've I've been seeing that more and more over the past several years. Really, they're no longer called a video series, three part video series. Maybe behind the scenes they are, but really they're called workshop so that you're going to get several installments of the workshop. Um, and some people, you know, drip those out over several weeks. Some people have even more than just three videos in and you're just able to binge watch them, which is amazing. So, so you might sign up for something or attend something live. So those are two things. So then you might hear or read or watch stories of other people who are doing what you want to do that have perhaps gone through the training, the course, worked with the person, um, bought the product, experienced it in some way, and are sharing what their results were, how they did it, how they used it, what happened to them as a result of being part of whatever it is that is being launched. So so really, I mean, that's what, we're, that's what it all comes down to. So when you ask what's the right launch strategy and which one converts the best, it's really the one you fully commit to. Re- fully commit to not only doing, executing, and really deciding what you're going to do during this launch, pre-launch period, but it's go- it's got to be something that you're willing to take it from just a simple, I'm going to do a content series to, you know what, I've created this workshop and there's going to be some downloads. I'm going to be jumping in there so that I can give them some guidance. It has to be deeper than just the on the surface. There's going to be three videos and at the end, I'm going to sell them something in a sales video. So fully commit to turning some, any one of these no matter what you do, into a complete experience. So that's why video series can work. That's why challenges work. That's why content series of any kind can work. And that's why even a, even a series of Facebook Lives can work. Like whether it's a podcast series, a blog series, Facebook Lives, Instagram Lives, Instagram Stories, webinars, as long as you tick the boxes and Really make sure that you're going through the, the, are they learning something? Are they inspired? Are they believing that you can help them? Are you hearing or seeing or reading or understanding that there are other people who've gone through this and succeeded and, 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 and really raising that belief? You can use any one of these strategies. There is no one strategy that works better than others. Now, are there certain industries that are that are kind of getting a little bit numb to certain strategies? Maybe, but I'm still seeing all of the above, as well as Facebook ads and even webinars that follow a certain format or system or framework. Those are still working because as long as your end kind of and your overall goal and aim is to help people 
they will know that. They will feel that if you've really taken the time to develop whatever you're going to share during your launch to do all the things that we've just talked about above or just before. I'm looking up the page, so it is above to me. Now, do I think there are some things that can that you can do to convert more people to buyers? So, yes. One thing I want to say is that we start simple. That's the first thing. Start simple no matter no matter what. So no matter what you want to eventually do, ask yourself how you can pour, pare things down so that you're you can just as long as you can say, yep, I'm given, I gave them a taste, I'm showing up live multiple times, I'm telling them stories of other people, I'm letting them know why now, I'm, I'm instilling that belief that it is possible by teaching them things right now. That's the other thing as well is that I know that a lot of people teach the what, not the how, but I do think a little bit of the how is important because because people want a little bit of an idea of what kind of stuff you're going to teach them. And for me, because Fearless Launching, just as an example, is a foundational skills course. It is something that no matter if you are a an experienced entrepreneur and you've been through launches, but you're like, eh, I'm just not loving what I'm doing. It's a great place to revisit, really go through those foundational pieces of any launch and be like, that's what I want to change. And at the same time, it's great for someone who's just starting because you get to start with that strong foundation. Okay. Um, So really during a pre-launch, you can layer any of the strategies you love and you want to try. Um, You know, years ago, I remember being at a conference where the person running the conference said to use the same format or media that you were usually presenting things in or that the offer was going to be presented in. I don't think that's necessarily true now. I actually just think it's more important to tell the stories, to show that there is a group of people, a community, there's other people that have, that are kind of, um, I guess, you know, that are going through exactly what someone else might go through. And at the end of the day, I think that that's the main thing is showing people stories. Uh, when I do webinars or when people at the end of a at the end of a webinar series, let's say, and I send a post-launch survey, there are so many people who say, oh my gosh, I loved all these stories. Can you tell me more about this person? There are people who've purchased specifically because they wanted to hear about someone specific. They wanted to hear more details about that person, why they bought, what their business was, half the time they didn't even want to know what their results were. They just wanted to make sure that someone like them was in the program, right? So start with what you think you want to do. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer here. And I know you wanted me to say one or the other, but everybody comes to the launch table with different resources, different time, different experience, different audiences and different businesses and trying to bite off like, let's say, um, to try to do like a professional video series right out of the gate. 
not something, I mean, you can absolutely do it, but you're going to have to pare down your expectations, maybe of quality, of turnaround time. And if you don't have the experience of even creating video or editing video or writing a script for a video, then maybe that's not the best method for you. But by the same, but by the same token, a great kind of starter launch strategy. And now, now's where I go around in circles. So apologies here, but I am thinking through this that if you are just beginning, a really great first launch strategy that allows you to go live in front of people, allows you to tell stories, bringing other people on front and center, allows you to give people a taste of what you teach, how you teach, well, it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives. Lives. Instagram Lives. <laughs> Instagram Lives. And that allows you to do everything you need to do. And not only that, if you do Insta- if you do Facebook Lives on your Facebook page, then you'll be able to use that, the, the information based on who watches them to potentially down the road layer in the Facebook ads piece or the paid traffic piece. You don't have to do it right now, but just thinking about these things. So if you've got no tech knowledge, if you've got no um, idea how to set up a challenge, just go live on Facebook, come up with four topics. And we go into the type of topics you really need to talk about on in your pre-launch content inside Fearless Launching, actually even inside the Message Lab. But even just going live leading up to the launch, leading up to that time gets people used to seeing you there and really warms up that space and lets people know that you're going to be showing up there. So even if you don't know exactly what you're going to say during that very key two to three weeks before your launch, you'll at least get people used to coming there and showing up. And you can even take it a step further and make sure that in your caption for the Facebook Live, you include your main freebie or your main download or your, you know, whatever. If you have a resource, if you have some sort of free um, download that you give people that you're using to build your list, this is a great place to start. I highly recommend Facebook Live for that reason, even if you don't think your people are on Facebook at all because there's just so many other things to that. Um, You know, we were talking about this actually inside the Fearless Launching Lounge about Facebook Lives and, you know, the most random questions come up. I'm not a Facebook Live expert, but I will say that people are using this who aren't feeling tech savvy. And I think that that is a perfect way to get started because there's nothing worse than saying I'm going to launch and then going and then trying to like go around to every single expert you know and say, well, what is the right launch strategy? Well, the right launch strategy is the one that you are committing to creating an experience. And that can look any way you want. It can be as simple as one of the main things that I've mentioned today, or it can be multiple things as over time, as you build out your launch and you really layer on different pieces of the launch. So, so you're not ready to do your video series just yet. That's okay. You can still do video. You'll just do it in the way that is possible for you and still convert or not not convince really, but you'll be able to show up in front of your audience, share what you got and potentially turn people into your customers and your clients. Okay. 
So that's all I'm going to talk about today. If you want to continue this conversation, I would be happy to do so inside the Fearless Launching Lounge. That's what I've been yammering about all day, it feels like. So make sure to head over to the show notes at ansomolove.com forward slash 206. There'll be a link there. I'll try to put them in the show notes here if you're listening to this in the app. And Hopefully my my uh, meandering conversation about the right launch strategy didn't confuse you. Bottom line is, as long as you are giving people an experience that lets them know they can do it, gives them that taste so that they really can believe it, and you're showing up live. So they get to see you, they get to know you, they get to trust you, and that way they start to understand that, you know, this person, I could learn something from him or her. And finally, that that you could get them closer to that finish line by sharing stories, by sharing why now is a really good time to do this. That's all you need. That's all you need here. So stop trying to figure out which is the best. Choose one that kind of speaks to you, whatever it is, and get started. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. I am definitely going to be here live, not live, but the podcast will go live on Thanksgiving Thursday. So make sure to eat up your turkey if you're in the U.S., eats and grab a piece of pumpkin pie and then head over to iTunes and make sure you listen. Um, Thanks again and have a great rest of your week.